It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome into Locked On Grizzlies podcast, Tuesday edition of the show today. Man, what a time to be alive and a Grizzlies fan over the last 24 hours, it's been fun. It has been really fun. And can I say that I personally do love this Grizzlies team. They are so much fun to watch. And now they are so much fun to talk about, apparently, because they talk about other players. Some A lot of Andre Godala stuff happened last night. We're going to talk all of it today. I know normally we always have Amari Sankofa on the show on the whole show today, and we're going to do that. We're going to get to Mari Sankofa in the next segment, second and third segment of the show, but I have to take a minute. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about this myself and give my own thoughts on this Andre Iguodala situation. So we're going to do that in the first segment, and then we'll have Amari Sankofa in the next, next two segments in the show like we do every single week on Tuesday. All that on today's episode of Locked on Grizzlies. Pull up, jump shot. Your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Welcome into the show today. If you missed last night's game, then you probably didn't miss much because it was uh, it was boring. It was a game that they really put the hurting on the Pistons, and they won, and that's all that really matters is they put the hurting on the Pistons. What what really matters is this Andre Iguodala stuff, which quite frankly has gotten out of hand. It has just I, I am also sick of talking about it. While also excited to talk about it because it's kind of crazy. I mean. It's really kind of crazy. So let's we're going to talk about this, everything that happened, because this is just, I know we've talked about Andre Iguodala a lot, but a lot of stuff came out yesterday, and we're going to talk about that. So let's start from the beginning. If you missed it, we're going to go through all of it here on the show. So if you if you missed what happened, last night, or yesterday afternoon, last night, Woj reported that several teams have been asking about Andre Iguodala, just as a rumor that people were so interested, that type of thing. Then... David Aldridge reports that here's the here's the tweet. I'll just read it so I don't mess it up. Uh, per league sources, Andre Iguodala is prepared to sit out the rest of the season if Memphis isn't able to orchestrate a trade with one of the agreed upon teams he designated by Thursday's trade deadline. Now you see, a lot of times you can you could tell a team where you want to be traded if you have a no trade clause, and you can waive that no trade clause and tell a team where you want to go. But I, I'd be mistaken if I don't know that Andre Iguodala has no such thing in his contract. And so this notion that Andre Iguodala now gets to pick where he wants to go is insane to me. It's insane. And this is clearly Iguodala and his people using the media to disparage Memphis and decide where, where he wants to go. You don't get to pick where you get traded. Memphis just gets to trade you wherever you want. And that's just what it, I mean, wherever you want to go is just where it goes. And he's prepared to set out for the rest of the season which also is crazy. Now, what what that does is that just sends a message to a lot of teams that maybe they maybe they will go to the Bucks, or maybe he might want to go to the Heat, or maybe he might go anywhere besides L.A., which is where he wants to go. And if he doesn't get to go go, go where he wants to go, he's just gonna sit out. I just won't play at all. Well, you don't get to have it all. Like you don't get to have everything you want. And so there's also another tweet from Michael Lee of the Athletic: Grizzlies need to just move the man or cut him. The rebuild has advanced quicker than expected because Ja and Jaren are already performing like stars. Eliminate the tracks and don't worry about a possible playoff opponent. Picking him up early. Ain't no need in being greedy. This is being greedy, Michael. This is not being greedy. This is just simply a business. As much as people don't want to understand that, Andre Iguodala's contract, Andre Iguodala the player, is an asset. And all this is is just getting something for the asset that you have in on your roster. So... This isn't being greedy, and no one's being distracted by it, quite frankly. The Grizzlies are in the eighth spot and playing really, really well. So I don't see anybody on the team or coaches or anybody else being distracted by this other than Andre Iguodala. That's all I say, being distracted by this. So that's not happening either. Again, this is Andre Iguodala wanting to go wherever he wants to go and putting it out there so it discourages other teams from making offers. This one from Jason McIntyre. I don't even know who Jason McIntyre is. Seems like an L.A. guy. Good. It's criminal how they're holding Andre Iguodala hostage. Finals MVP. Wants out. Got maybe one to two years left. Trade him. I'm sorry, Jason. That's not how it works. No one's holding Andre Iguodala hostage. No one's making him be here. If Andre Iguodala really wanted to not be in Memphis, Tennessee, if he really didn't want to be a part of the Memphis Grizzlies, he could get out. It's quite simple. All you have to do is say, you know what? 
I'll take a $17 million buyout. You guys can keep all the money. I'll take $1 as my this year's contract because you have to pay me something as part of the contract. I'll take $1. I'll take $1 and you guys can have the rest. Just let me go because I want to go play where I want to go play. I guarantee you, guarantee you, the Grizzlies front office will go, okay, sure, we'll take all the money. You can just leave. But he doesn't want to do that. Andre Godella doesn't want to leave the money. He wants to get the money and also go wherever he wants to go. Andre Iguodala is like my five-year-old. I've been explaining to my five-year-old a lot what a compromise is. We do this thing where we put our hands on, on separate sides, and we go, well, one person wants one thing, and one person wants another, and then we move our hands in the middle. We say, well, we have to find a way to meet in the middle so we can know how to compromise. And I'm not sure Andre Iguodala knows how to compromise, even though my five-year-old is starting to get it. See, he, You see, he wants to get paid millions of dollars while also getting to do whatever he wants to do. And that's not how it works. We're not the ones that traded you away. The Warriors are the ones that salary dumped your ass to the Grizzlies for a first-round pick. If you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at the Warriors. Because it ain't our fault that you came here or you, you were forced to come here, quite frankly, has never stepped foot in this city at all. And now all you're doing is playing to the media how you want out and putting it out there to disparage anybody for making a trade for you, which is crazy to me. He's already been on a live television show, a live television show talking about where he wants to go. He's an active player in the NBA and he never got fined for it, which is even crazier to me because you can't do that. That's like tampering at the highest level. Doc Rivers got fined for once saying that he might want Ka- Kawhi Leonard on TV. Yet, Andre Godala goes on live TV and discusses where he should be traded to. Never seen that. It's insane. So, you don't get to have it all. You can't have all the money, but also decide where you want to go in the grand scheme of things. So, all that came out last night in the media. But, he again, you can't have all the money. And, and everything that goes along with it. You, either, you can either have all the money and just sit where and decide where, you know, we're going to get traded eventually, or you could take the buyout. It's that simple. If you want to go, just give all the money back and you could probably go. If you've been a listener to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Grizzlies is a great way for local businesses to reach passionate Grizzlies fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach a local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Grizzlies fans and a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked on advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
the Grizzlies should not reward him for being an asset. They shouldn't be like, okay, let's just let's just do this because that's what you want us to do. The Grizzlies are doing exactly what they should do. They're holding him until they find a right deal. And then quite frankly, if they don't find the right deal, I know I said this yesterday on the Monday mailbag that they should just buy him out. But I kind of changed because I'm I, I, now I think I should be petty. Now I think the Grizzlies should just be petty and say, you know what? Screw that. Screw that. If the, if, if, if the Grizzlies don't find a trade partner, Sit his ass on the bench, make him come to every single game and find him if he's not there, and sit his ass on the end of the bench until the end of the season. Better yet, wave him and buy him out, or not even buy him, but wave him two hours after the deadline deciding what the playoff teams. Do that. Do that. Be super petty. Because if the Grizzlies, if other teams want to play chicken with the Grizzlies and are just daring them to keep him, who cares? He's not doing anything anyway. He hasn't been to this city. He hasn't been to this team. He has no effect on this team or what's happening. So just sit him. Or just make him either just sit him or make him never come here. But play chicken and win and just prove to every single team out there who this front office is. And know, know going forward that they are not playing. And if you want to play chicken and call their bluff, they'll do it. And they'll just sit out and say, who cares? I'm all for it that Andre Iguodala would have to go out of his way in the media to disparage where the Grizzlies are trying to trade him. Because you know he's heard from his agent, oh, the Grizzlies are talking to such and such team. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I don't like that. That's not what we're doing. So he's using people in the media, friends he knows, to push out whatever narrative he wants. And by the way, like, shame on you, David and Michael. Like, come on. Come on, guys. You know that's not the you know that's not what the Grizzlies should be doing. You're just tweeting it because an agent told you to that. I mean, that's just it's just I hate to see that. I mean, I, I really do like just don't do that. I mean, it, you know the you know what the Grizzlies should do. The Grizzlies should do exactly what they're doing and get an asset or get a, another asset for what the an asset they already have. Like they're doing the exactly the right thing. Like no one's making no one's making Andre Iguodala be here. No one's holding him hostage. Like, how crazy is that? Holding him hostage? I mean, if someone pays you $17 million to to held hostage, sign me sign me the F up. I want to get paid $17 million to be held hostage, for sure. And it doesn't stop there. The Grizzlies go out and take a win. Someone asked Dylan Brooks, I think it was Peter. I'm not sure exactly who asked the question, but someone asked Dylan Brooks about Andre Iguodala And this is his full quote. I want to read it for context. This is Dylan Brooks on Andre Iguodala. First time I've seen him was talking on TV talking about us. It doesn't even matter. Andre Iguodala is a great player. I feel like he's doing the right thing for his career, but we we don't really care. It's not a distraction at all. I laugh at that type of stuff. A guy that's on our team that doesn't want to be on our team, I can't wait till we find a way to trade him so we can play him and show what Memphis is really about. Dylan Brooks, you said it better than I ever could. I cannot wait till they trade him to show what Memphis is really about. You know what? Give Dylan Brooks a max. I don't even care anymore. Dylan Brooks is, is – give him the max. And up top of that, John Rant goes out there and retweets Dylan's quote from on, on Twitter from Mark or Peter or whomever uh, with a, like a little a, a speaking emoji, which was awesome. Then Ja is out here liking tweets and just say F Iguodala. 
And then today, he's still on one, replying to Rachel Nichols, who tweeted the stack that Steph, uh, I guess, sent out an Instagram photo of Andre Iguodala with a with a finals uh, trophy, and then Ja replied back with a Kevin Durant with a finals trophy, implying that it was really Kevin Durant that's what got him there, not Andre Iguodala. So, again, all these young guys clapping back at Andre Iguodala on the Grizzlies team is awesome and hilarious all at once because I applaud them for for going out of their way to say, you know what, this is a guy that didn't want to be here. This is a guy that didn't want to play with us, don't want to be here at all. Had a quote earlier in the year that said, I remember if you remember in the summer, like joking with his wife texting, like they could send me some they could send me to, to Memphis or some some shit like that. Like saying that this is the worst place you could be. And shout out to those young guys clapping back at Andre Godala telling him exactly how they feel about a guy who doesn't want to be on their team and doesn't want to play here so badly that he's putting stuff like this out in the media. It's insane to me. Again, my five-year-old could understand compromise. I'm not sure why Andre Igodala cannot. We'll be right back with Amari Sankofo. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the show, like we do every single Tuesday of the Locked On Podcast. Amari Sankofa from The Athletic joins me. I know that uh, I said we were going to have on or Amari on for the first two or last two segments of the show, but then when you start ranting about Andre Godala, things just get carried away. So we're going to do one segment with Amari. I appreciate you coming on, Amari. What's going on, man? It's going all right. You know, I'm just scrolling through Twitter, watching the Job Morant show like everybody else. Uh, I don't know if the Grizzlies right. have ever had a guy. Obviously, this young and good Matt is also a very good Twitter user. Just and you could tell, like it was so funny last night because I couldn't get off Twitter last night after the game, um, just like everybody else couldn't. Because it was just like every time, like every time, something something else popped up. You know, like uh, uh, John Morant's out here liking the F Iguodala tweet, or like yeah. just all kinds of stuff. But I thought it was funny the. And we talked about on this show before, you and I, just the personality difference of Jaron and Ja. And you saw it last night. All Jaron tweeted was something about the win. And Ja's out here going in on Andre on Twitter. It's just so different. For sure. Uh, you know, it's definitely a unique situation in a sense that it's not too often that a player who is under contract with a team is just in a deliberate holdout with that team. And, you know, whether it's a deliberate uh, or I guess agreed upon holdout or not uh, the Grizzlies obviously feel a different type of way about it and Dylan made it known last night and Josh making it known this morning and I mean it's certainly entertaining uh, Iggy more than likely is going to be traded in some capacity and if not that then I guess we'll see what happens but it makes sense that the Grizzlies would not be happy of course with a three-time champion and uh, obviously one of the more well-known players in the league, uh, kind of implicitly saying that the Grizzlies are not worth his time. 
Uh, I think that's something that makes sense that you would be offended by. And to see Ja, uh, who obviously is fearless, uh, kind of take the lead on this. Uh, you know, like, um, it's, it's something that fans obviously seem to enjoy. Uh, and for him to kind of also just assume that role of taking the lead on this, I think is just fitting for him. I'm here for it. I, I am 100% here for it. I love it. The, the fact that these young guys are going to bat for, like you mentioned, you know, a guy that quite frankly has made it very known that he does not want to be a part of this team at all. And from the start. And so I, I think it was very, very, uh, I thought it was awesome. I was, I thought it was funny. Um, and something really you just don't see that often is, is, is players kind of doing that kind of stuff is, um you just don't see that a lot most players are pretty reserved on social media and so you just um but yeah dylan and, and ja really uh they went in on andre last night how was the locker room last night was it um was that the running theme of the locker room last night usually you know because usually we get in there and there's usual questions have a, a pretty much a good theme to them about what is centered around whatever stories happened in that game was that it last night were, were people a lot of asking people asking about andre or was that just a one-off question that got tweeted around a lot well, it was, I mean, it was more so trade deadline stuff. You know, I, I went into the locker room with the idea of asking veterans just about, you know, just past trade deadlines. So, so a lot of guys on the team are only in their first or second year. And uh, I think the Eagle Dollar stuff just kind of came up naturally through that, given that David Osmond broke some news yesterday saying that, uh, well, the wording on the tweet implied that uh, the Grizzlies and Andre had agreed upon teams that he would be traded to. And if he wasn't traded to one of those teams, that there might be an issue. So it kind of came up naturally through that. Uh, I know Dylan was asked. Jay was asked. And Jay didn't really say anything. He just said, you know, like I, he's doing what's best for his career. And it is what it is, uh, which is a pretty rational take. And then Dylan said that as well. Dylan just added on the whole, uh, and when he gets traded, I hope, we get to play on the show and what we're about, which of course is the part that went viral. But yeah, it was just more so uh, a continuation of the trade deadline theme. I don't think any any reporter was in there kind of just hunting for an equal dollar story initially. Uh, once you ask that initial guy and you see that guys actually want to talk about it, it kind of just goes from there. Yeah, it is. Um, it is weird for sure. I mean, it, that that quote from Dylan, that like that's very on brand for Dylan. Like that's 100% something I would imagine Dylan saying, because he just, that's just who he is. Like he, he gives zero Fs at any point in the time. And like in the games, he's shooting his shot at the locker room. He's shooting his shot. Like I just seems like something Dylan would say, what what was your thought? And we saw a lot of, you mentioned the, the uh, David Aldridge tweet that this idea that, that uh, he's going to sit out, which is just Andre Godala pushing a narrative that, you know, trying to go to certain teams and, and trying to scare off other teams from, from making a trade. That's all that is. But what's your thought on the national media? Like, they're just saying that, oh, they, you should just give just give Andre Godella away. Just cut him. Like, this is holding him off. I think one of them was like, this is criminal. You're holding him hostage. Like, to me, that's that's insanity. What, what's your thought on that? Well, for one, I would say that – the whole thing about uh, you know like ho- holding holding him hostage or whatever. Um, he's making seventeen million dollars. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I think that's gotta uh, you know like when you say hostage or whatever, it's you know it's like he's making seventeen million dollars. Like I've seen you know I've said it on Twitter. I've, you know I've said it on on this show before. 
uh, if the Grizzlies got the first round pick and then they reached a buyout with Eagle Dollar, like I think it would have been fine. You know, like paying right. seventeen million dollars for a first round pick that you know I think it conveyed in two thousand twenty three or twenty four, which by then uh, Curry, you know, Clay Thompson and Draymond Green would be out of their primes, and you know, that's probably a lottery pick. Like I think that's fine. Uh, right. You know, we've seen teams do that in the past where they make a deal essentially where, where they take on salary for a first round pick and then they just buy the guy out because you like money, like cap space, money, like all these things. Like if you're putting it towards something, it is fine. Like I think people see, well, why would you pay $17 million for a pick and buy a guy out when you could flip him or trade him or whatever? And they just, that's like wild to them because it's $17 million. Guys like teams play seventeen million on things that are far worse than a first round pick. Like in the grand scheme, like if that pick gets you a potential star or even a good role player or whatever, uh, like that's better objectively than say like what the Knicks did, where they just paid like <laughs> tens of millions of dollars for like eight power forwards. You know, right? Yeah. Like if, if 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 the Knicks had done that and actually got the first round pick, that would have been substantially better. Like in the grand scheme, that's a fine thing to do. So I don't think buying Eagle Dollar out is a ridiculous thing. You get a roster spot as well. And, uh, obviously, as you facilitate trades this week, uh, a roster spot could come in handy. Uh, it could prevent you from cutting a guy like a Bruno Caboclo, uh, who you know might have a future in his league or something to that extent. So I, I, I think that's fine. I think the wording around buying out Iggy is weird because the Grizzlies said we don't owe Eagle Dollar anything. You know, he doesn't have a legacy here. Uh, you know, it's not like they signed them and then betrayed them on a promise or something. Uh, it was something that going to initiate it because they had to clear money off of the books to get D'Angelo Russell. So the Grizzlies, whatever they do, you know, it's within their right. He's under contract for another year. Uh, I think what it was coming down to is that Eagle Dollar is a well-respected guy. And uh, he has a good rep around the league. Uh, I mean, you know, Eagle Dollar isn't your average guy in a situation, basically. So uh, I do see the argument for, uh, you know, just, saying, okay, we'll buy you out. We got the pressure on pick. We're good here. Uh, the Grizzlies didn't want to do that. That's totally fine. Uh, you know, they're not holding up hostages or whatever it may be. But uh, long story short, I don't think it would have been a big deal if they bought them out then. And even though it would look a lot goofier if they bought them out now after all this, like in the grand scheme, I still don't think that's that big a deal either. Yeah, I, I, and, I, and I, let me clarify when I say it was insanity to me the way – I just – I meant those tweets that were worded, like you said, the holding the yeah. hostage or this idea – that the Grizzlies are doing something incorrect by just trying to find a trade. Like that, that seems insane to me. Like they're just doing what any team would do with any quote unquote asset, if you will, they're just trying to find a trade. Now, if they had bought him out in August or September, you and I both, again, like you said, we both talked about it on this show. It would have been fine. Like who cares? Like you walk away, you wash your hands of it, you get a first round pick and you move on. But they decided to, um, they decided to hold on to him. They decided to, we need to get something else. We think we can get something else for Andre Godala up to the trade deadline, which is also fine. It's an asset that you control. And just because Iggy doesn't want to necessarily be here and he wants to be in LA doesn't mean you should just say, okay, you can have whatever you want. You can have the money and you can go to LA. You just do you. That's where I kind of find it. It's the weird, like this weird national narrative that they have to do this because it's Andre Godala or they owe him something. They don't owe him anything like you just mentioned. Last question I'll ask you, and it goes along with the lines of buying him out. If the Grizzlies don't find a trade on Thursday, do you think they do you think they should hold on? I mean, because there was this report that a lot of teams are playing chicken with the Grizzlies. Do you think they 
have to hold on to him to try to justify this game of chicken for the future? Like teams know, like we'll just, we will do what we say we're going to do. Or do you think they are just going to buy him out? What, what do you think the end result is in that kind of scenario of playing chicken with other front offices? I think if you don't move him before Thursday, then you have to keep him just to maintain your word. Like, I think that's probably a worst-case scenario. I mean, not to the extent that the worst-case scenario is that you simply get a first-round pick can be. But uh, when you posture for this long and say, well, we want a first-round pick uh, in addition to the one we already got, knowing that the teams who are most interested in him uh, for the most part, don't have first rounders to give outside of this upcoming draft. Um, like I understand why the Grizzlies did it. Uh, you know, they entered when the front office took over last year. They had a, a pick deficit, and you know they've gained picks over time, and that's what they've been wanting to do. Like it makes sense. But uh, if he is not traded, then that means that you set the market too high, and you weren't willing to come halfway with a lesser deal, uh, whether that's, you know, a lot of people have bounced around Dallas with the Courtney Lee contract and then second round picks, which I think would have been fine. Uh, you know, if the Grizzlies did that or end up doing that, uh, if you pass those down and say, no, we want a first or you don't get it. Uh, yeah. Now you're facing the prospect of, well, do we just cut him and then he can go wherever he wants after all this. It, it makes you look worse than you would have otherwise if you would just bottom out back in, August or September once you first realize he wasn't going to come to training camp. So I think that's probably the one downside in this scenario is that uh, like like Houston and Trey Freeman now that they're going to have to get a first round pick elsewhere first. And it's just a lot more maneuvering you have to do. So maybe it pays off, maybe it doesn't. But as you said, just from the standpoint of what we told teams, we're not going to pile out to force them to trade. uh, You kind of have to stick with that. You know, if you pile out after all this, uh, yeah, it looks a little goofy, and you know, teams are going to wonder, well, what have we even gone through all this for? So uh, probably just to prove a point that, yeah, at that point, you do kind of have to screw it, it, Iggy over to an extent and say, well, yeah, man, we're not going to buy you out. Uh, good luck this summer. Absolutely. I think at this point, you you got to do what you're going to say you're going to do, just for, just for the future, if anything, so people know, like, if we say this, this is what we mean, and we're 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 fine with going down with the ship if that's what, it's, that's what it takes. Personally, if they don't trade him, I think they should keep him until the deadline to sign with playoff teams has passed. And then, like three hours later, they should waive him. That just came from from John Ollinger. Uh, he said he's got to be careful uh, that the Grizzlies could do that to him in the, in March. So um, it is a wild, wild twenty four hours for the Grizzlies, and not to mention. They won last night, so they're still in the playoff race. But Amari, shorter than normal, but I appreciate you coming on. Let's do it again next week. Hopefully we'll have lots of trades to discuss next Tuesday. For sure. Yeah, hopefully uh, next week will give us a lot to talk about, and we'll do this again. So. Sounds good, man. I'll talk to you then. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 